Hey there, this is Point Blank Evumbi for PBE Daily. This is the morning and evening podcast. And since it's evening, I'm doing the second take for today. Bear with me. I'm still finding my feet as far as this thing is concerned. The post I made earlier today was literally like a test run. I wasn't sure if it was going to really find legs, but apparently it did. Thanks to all the guys who've listened to it so far. Everybody's tuning in to see what, what else I have in mind as far as this whole podcasting is concerned. If I mumble my words, I apologize. It's evening. <laughs> I tend to get like this whenever a beautiful week starts up. I've always been a Monday person, so Monday I try avoid having evening meetings, or if I have evening meetings, I make them a minimal, not have more than three or just two, just to get the week started properly because I like coordinating my workload. After I coordinate my workload, talk to my team. As long as me and my team are good, we're going to make magic happen. So that was good productive meeting day with also the with the heads of the company and i'm happy like everyone seems to be okay with the fact that we're moving fast but i'd like to move faster i'm all progression i i hate being the guy who is the third wheel who makes things move slowly so that's that but the beautiful thing about today also is that because i compartmentalize my work like this the nine to five is the work i create uh for the sole purpose of a film I've been working on for the last seven years. And this is the eighth year and we're moving as fast as we can. Hopefully it'll continue in that direction and we'll get to the finish line with the perfect product. 2D animation is not easy. I chose it because it's the first love I've ever had. And the guys I work with are guys who truly believed in the idea that we had and we came up with it together and it's going to be magic. They're going to love me for it. For everybody who thinks I'm not doing anything, that's what's been happening and what is still happening. It's going to make sense in the end. That's that's all I can say for now. It's going to make sense in the end. My early mornings, however, I use those moments to uh, work on my commission work. Uh, like currently I'm working on a children's book by a South African author. Other than that, I've got two collaborative comic books that I'm working on. One is Adventures of Enrough, the Super DJ, which I, I write and illustrate. And another I can't really speak on right now because NDAs. I, I like keeping a secret to products that are not ready for the market yet. I'd rather the guy who wrote it be the first one out i've had big dreams since the very beginning of this year from january i've wanted to have as many books done as possible it's already may month number five not a single book out yet but i firmly believe because i'm taking the time to prepare myself it's gonna pay off in a big way for example there's a, an idea i had for uh, an online strip like maybe on instagram put a strip of like three panels a, a week or three panels a day but it didn't seem practical because it just means I need to draw everything first, then start posting panel by panel. But then that also frees it up for not being able to monetize it in the future. And yes, I'm a guy for progress and, and I'm a guy for it makes sense to get a website for it, but I'm not there yet. So the option I chose was just come up with a Word document, come up with these different panels, draft how every chapter should be. So the idea I've gone with is I'm going to create 10 chapters or maybe 20 chapters, depending on how the story unfolds in my head, 20 chapters, uh, maybe 20 to 30 pages per chapter and make a full graphic novel. Because since the comic book industry in Kenya is still a very novel thing, because it's, it's, it's novel issues, we, we, we release a book a year. So I can't really say I'm a, fully functional earning revenue from my comic book industry work because unless i create another story in time 
and with nine to five you can't really balance the two so i decided early mornings and evenings i'll just use those moments to push the agenda forward as much as possible but i will promise a couple of books in 2019 it's been two years since we released another book i'd like to change that so hopefully by the end of the year there's a couple of comic books coming your way so that's in the agenda i'm going to fulfill that uh evenings and mornings my morning started like 5 a.m so 5 a.m to 7 30 i'll try illustrate as much as possible and this morning it hit me that maybe i should just do a bit of the podcast in the morning and a bit of the podcast in the evening so i will be documenting what my life is like i'll just like the different spitballing of ideas and the different topics i come across online i'll just speak on those specific things because only one can speak from what they know uh, this is what i know from the weekend i had and today like the google cookies you come across they say that the cookie system helps to drive specific topics or specific ads in your direction so as far as the kind of research i've been doing lately the rabbit hole i'm in involves a lot of um uh historical factors like the audiobook i'm listening to I, I think the author is called andrew ma it's called the history of the world and since i normally work visually there's no time to really read the book so i have an audiobook playing whenever i work so i'm animating and i'm listening to this book and it started touching on a certain historical element that kind of feeds back to another thing that i saw online but this is where it all started from I apologize for all the constant pauses, but this is, where, this is where it all started from. The first thing I saw was a post saying that Instagram intends to pull down or block the accounts of Louis Farrakhan and uh, a bunch of other online like activists or movement leaders and everything. Now, Louis Farrakhan, after hearing about the Louis Farrakhan situation, the number of people in hip-hop both local and abroad who came out speaking on it is when i realized that's the match instagram didn't intend to light but it was going to be lit up anyway if you're unfamiliar with louis farrakhan he's the current leader of the nation of islam the noi and the noi is one of those historical uh, movements from the united states during the civil rights movement to the present that helped empower the black community in many ways and as far as civil rights is concerned, Christian movements uh, behind the person like Martin Luther King taking the passive uh, direction to confront the issues of civil rights, they did a lot. But for the Nation of Islam, very many people in hip-hop music literally quote more from the Nation of Islam than they quote from uh, uh, Christianity. And I base this on this. When I was 17 years old, you had to choose. Are you Martin Luther King or are you Malcolm X? In many cases, most of us went Malcolm X because he confronted his fears, he confronted his, the stuff he needed to address, and he was a redeemed soul. Like He's a person who, from the lowest of the low as far as where he was in life, a drug, a drug addict, drug dealer, a, a pimp, a hustler, a thug, move from that to become the most influential person in america like he was the guy who made more people join the noi than ever before he's the guy who made it more mainstream for most black communities to really join the nation of islam though he left and it was allegedly very uh 
the disrespectful way, but in the end, what he stood for is the reason why sometimes I still come back and listen to what the NOI have to say. I don't really follow movements for everything that comes with them, but I do take certain tidbits of what they stand for. This is why I'm speaking about this Farrakhan thing. Farrakhan is the one guy I know as far as the NOI is concerned. He's quoted by more rappers I enjoy listening to than anyone else. No one really quote like I'd, I'd say in the last couple of months I've been listening to a lot of songs and one song was a song by um, J Electronica and he's, that's the last time I saw a quote from Martin Luther King. Outside of that, Royce the Five Nine quoted um, Louis Farrakhan, uh, Diamond D quoted Louis Farrakhan. That's two out of three that I've just mentioned right now, and this is just from the playlist of stuff I'm listening to currently. It's not new music; it's music that has existed before, but I get it. I get why they quote him because there's a certain level of ferocity and and drive. People want that aggressive conviction. And the reason why this thing popped up in my head and kind of stuck with me was because of something else I was listening to. And this is why how it ties back to the audiobook I'm listening to. The chapter I got to today was talking on the Moors. The Moors as M O R. Now the Moor movement was an Islamic movement of uh, soldiers conquering certain lands because world conquest back in the day was a thing. Now it came from the sands in Arabia, entered into Africa, went all the way into Europe, and the Moor movement was what brought mathematics, it brought, it brought technology, and it brought even science into Spain in a very aggressive way. And when the Moor movement was moving, pun intended, as it was getting to the levels it was getting to, a lot of influences happened in Africa that even tied, especially in Western Africa. And in Western Africa, the one place it really was spoken about is like the, the kingdoms of Mali and, uh, and in Benin and Nigeria, and the influence is still there to, to the present. At some part, maybe I had it wrong, but this, I just, this is the first lesson, so you're just getting this stuff raw. I'm still learning. Apparently, upon the pilgrimage journey, the Hajj that was being taken by Mansa Musa, one of considered in historically the richest man to ever walk the earth, that's the first time an Arabian documented the life of an African leader. It's the first time it's historically put together that there's a guy in Africa who had this much wealth, and this dude represented what the potential of Africa was. Now, Islam was the only faith that really moved into Africa so quickly at that time this way before the whole slavery movement really took power because as far as east africa what i i, I learned recently and it kind of sucks that i found out recently is slavery did exist but it was more towards arabia so more african slaves were taken to arabia than anything else and when it came to how the Boers were trying to encourage people to adapt into islam and they joined the movement and become a part of the movement seeing how North Africa, being the arid space it was, the Sahara Desert wasn't really a desert. It was just affected by climate change and agriculture being done completely to an extreme level. It's just a dry place. It's just arid. That's how it's claimed to be, according to this particular book. Now, I take everything with a pinch of salt, but I look at it as, well, these guys came from Arabia. They're used to dry spaces. Of course, they'd make it south. They know exactly how to move. They know how to navigate. They know how they could build up this place to make it be influenced by what they are and i think it worked perfectly in their favor upon that now take the islamic movement when it goes into spain i heard this from a friend of mine who did his own research and these are all 
bits and pieces i'm trying to find a way around to to really understand it before i can actually make full statements like written in paper so you're gonna have to join me in this journey of research as i go when the moors took over spain mathematics and science really took shape and this was after they had already gone through the plagues and the black deaths and during that time when the plague was happening in europe christendom was what was, what was really moving prior to the black death and all these plagues that uh, that attacked europe meanwhile in the east and in in africa guys were still kind of thriving and to a certain extent i don't know if it has something to do with the fact that some civilizations or lack thereof were taking one bath a year i don't know Maybe the stench hit Arabia and those guys were like, nope, we got to fix this. I don't know. The, the, I'm not trying to be funny. These are just things that just roll in my head. No disrespect to anybody out there. And if you take offense, just take a book up and just learn the way I'm learning. We're trying to find our way around this. Islam made that movement and it built up so many civilizations thereafter. Islam also was the movement that led the African-American community to try find itself. Because when Farad Muhammad... Peace be, peace be upon him. And Elijah Muhammad, peace be upon him, started building up the nation of Islam. Music and culture got, effect, got, got affected. The youth weren't really moved by as much, I think, by the civil rights movement, but they were moved by the aggressive stake your stance by any means necessary of the NOI. Louis Farrakhan represents that being at as the leader, he's the embodiment of the progression of the movement. No, I don't agree with everything he says, but by trying to silence him, you give him more strength. I'm not saying I, I, I disagree with him, but I also don't say that everything he says is to be dismissed. Bottom line, when you look at everything that happens in society and civilization, we find leaders who we are inspired by. We find leaders that we like. We don't have to take everything they have. We just take what we need and leave everything behind. For example, for every role model I personally have, the things I like about them and the things about them I would never pick up. They say King Solomon was one of the wisest men walking this earth. I'd be damned if I have over a thousand women I have to deal with at one time. Just me. They say Tupac Shakur is one of the most brilliant rappers in the industry and everything he does. How he carried himself as a young man was kind of hard for me because he's very impulsive. His impulses are what made him get to the position he got to as far as leading to so many court cases and everything like that. When you shoot from the hip so much, it doesn't give you a chance to really take time to look at things differently and build yourself up. But to also be a man means you have to take time to grow. The NOI being affected by Louis Farrakhan being treated the way he's being treated and as a result having more people speaking on his behalf proves the fact that trying to silence a man may not necessarily work in your favor. Allow the man to continue on his journey. The civilizations that have existed from the East that helped build and also pillage Africa are things we have to really look at and take with a grain of salt. I am, for one, would love to hear the historical documentation of East Africa because that's where I'm from. And the little things I know is, number one, this is the cradle of mankind, the, the birthplace of humanity as a whole. And to be born in such a space, it, these are kind of questions that you, you would like to pay homage and you'd like to play a really significant role in society based upon 
the fact that you're from here. These are things I literally constantly think about. It, it even affects this, the way I write my comic books it, it, and the way I write even my um, little rhymes whenever I get the chance to. If I cannot justify the reason to search, the reason to seek, the reason to want to find what makes this the truest moment to be alive, then I'm failing. This is the first time ever where I can speak my mind and to the whole world through the comfort of my own home with a phone in my hand that's going to project me to the entire world, if not the galaxy. And yet, at this moment, we're more scared of what we could do next than anything else. I feared so much about taking the time to come up with a podcast in the first place. Seeing as I've taken this step, I'm going to run with it. Bear witness to me finding a way to influence or inspire by finding my own inspirations and my own influences. My agenda is not to try make you see things my way or to make you agree 110% with me. Even if you're going to disagree with me, I believe we'll learn from one another. And you get to play a part because you can correct me where I'm wrong and you can tell me where I'm right and navigate me in the right direction. As a person who binges on these audio products and tries as much as possible to be as enlightened as I possibly can be, this is how this game is going to be played. PBE Daily is here for the sole purpose of I'm learning and this is what I learned today. Let me know what you learned today. Let's have some fun with it. Twitter, it's Point Blank Yvonne Instagram, it's Point Blank Yvonne PBE Daily on every platform you'd like to enjoy your podcast. I'm, prob- I'm already on Spotify, thank heavens for that. But you can find me over here on this link. Mm-hmm. Enjoy what you're listening to. Let's have some fun. Let's build ourselves up. And don't take anything too seriously because the greatest quote I ever heard in my life was Eddie Griffin when he said, think it ain't illegal yet, but they're working on it. So take that with a pinch of salt. Let's have some fun. Have a lovely night. I'm going to hit you up tomorrow morning. Let's have some more fun. Good night.